ground. Today's daf is daf hey, page five in Meseches Beya, and we pick up from the bottom of Dalit Amud Beis. We are up to Itmar. Okay. Um, this is three lines from the bottom of Dalit Amud Beis. Five words from the end of the line. Itmar Shneyam Tevim Shor Rosh Hashanah. Okay, that's where we pick up from. So, a quick uh, recap to get us into today's sugya. Beautiful, beautiful sugya. And what we're going to describe today is what is different about Rosh Hashanah from the Shalish Regalim. We know that on the Shalish Regalim, we've been discussing the, the two Yom Tavim ultimately are two different Kiddushin. There's two different elements of Kiddushin. We had a Machlaikas, right? We said, oh, is it a Yuma Arichta? Is it one long Kiddusha? Or is it divided? Ultimately, coming out that it's two separate parts of Kedusha. Today, we're going to figure out whether Rosh Hashanah is the same, and if it's not the same, why? What went down to possibly make Rosh Hashanah uh, any different than the Shalish Regalim, than the other Yom and Taibim? And as well, once we speak about that, we're also going to get on to the sugya of uh, Bezdin. Interesting, they went down to the sugya of Bezdin where it, once Bezdin makes a decree, why can't we change it nowadays? Okay, why can't we just change it? Just because Bezdin said, oh, back then, you know, there's a two-day yomtif, can that be changed, can it not be changed? Um, and if yes, how? So let's get going. Here we go. Three lines at the bottom of Dalit Amar Beis. Itmar, we learned... What about the two days of Rosh Hashanah? We know there's two days. Rabu Shmuel Darmi Tavayu Nail the Bezeh Asura Bezeh. If you have an egg that was laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, it's they both agree it's going to be Usur on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Okay, Ditnan, because we learned in a Mishnah. Barishaina in the beginning originally How would they establish Rosh Chaydesh? Witnesses would come and they would say, Oh, we saw the moon, renew itself. Now, every month in a Jewish calendar can either have twenty-nine days or thirty days. Let's give a quick recap. We've learned this before, but we know that the lunar cycle, the moon renews itself every twenty-nine days, twelve hours, forty-four minutes, and three and a half seconds. Okay? So you can have 29 days, 12, 12 plus hours. 12 hours, 44 minutes, 3 and a half seconds. Which means that as the moon cycles, some months, it's going to renew itself on the 29th day later. Because let's say it renewed itself in the month prior, in the morning. So now you have 29 days and 12 hours later. It's just going to be, the next month's going to be a 29-day month. If it falls out later, after Shkia, it'll be a 30-day month. What they do with Elam? So originally, here's what happened. Says the, says the Mishnah, every 30th day of Elul, every 30th day, this is fascinating. Listen closely to what happened. As the day started, we didn't know if Edom are going to show up yet. So the 30th day of Elul would always be Usr b'malacha. Just in case today is Rosh Hashanah. We didn't know if it was Rosh Hashanah. But they wouldn't do malacha because people away from the base Hamikdash, far from the Sanhedrin, wouldn't be able to know. Maybe these witnesses are going to show up, and if they, even the people in in the in the Sanhedrin, 
even the witnesses do show up, so then today is Yom Tov. So the 30th day of Elul was nobody, nobody would do Malachim. And they would accept the Eidos throughout the entire 30th day of Elul. But what happened was, Pamachas Nishto Eidim Let's turn to today's Daf. One time, the Eidim came very late in the day. Now, late in the day means after the time of the Tamir Shalbein Harbayim. Okay? Viniskalkul Halavim Bashir. You hear what the problem was? The Eidim came and they said, Today's Rosh Hashanah. But the Leviim had already brought, the Kayanim had already brought the Tamid Shalbein Arbaim. The Leviim had sang the wrong song to accompany the Tamid. They made a Takana to only be Makabo the Edim until the, until the afternoon, until the Tamid Shalbein Arbaim time. If the Edim would come after that time, then. They would say, okay, we're not accepting your testimony right now. You're going to testify tomorrow, and we're going to have a two-day yomtiv. Okay? Now, so let's, let's notice something very interesting. This two-day yomtiv, is it because of Sveika Diyayma? No. It's not because of Sveika Diyayma. We find, we're already starting to see, that when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, there's something called a two-day yomtiv. Be, okay, you're right. It's because the Edim are going to come to it. Fine. But the establishment of Rosh Hashanah being a two-day yomtiv wasn't because we were in doubt about what, what day it actually was. It was because we had a testimony issue and a shira issue. What song to accompany the, the uh, Tamid Shalbein Arbaim? Very interesting. Okay? Now keep in mind, keep in mind, this was Rav and Shmuel. Okay, Rav and Shmuel both said that an egg that's laid on the first day yomtiv is usher on the second day yomtiv because of this Mishnah of the Edim that it's considered one long zach. Okay, now Amar Rabba. Rabba, also in Amora, Rav and Shmuel are early on my Ram, Rabba comes along and says the following. What happened once the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed? Did we have an issue of them singing the wrong song? There's no issue anymore, right? There's no more Kavar Natam. So says Rabbi, From the Takana of Rabbi Echina Menzakai and later generations, Beit Samutaris, a second day egg should be allowed. Because the whole reason why you not you don't allow an egg on second day Yantif is because in case Adam come, you're going to come out dead, it's going to mess up the Shira, whatever. But when there's no Shira, let an egg that's laid on day number one be okay on day number two. The time we learned in the Mishnah, Mishachar Abbas Amikdash, once Abbas Amikdash was destroyed, Hiskin Abbas Amikdash, Hiskin You could be, be Makabal the Edim on, throughout the entire day because you're not coming into a Shira problem. Gabaldi. So says Rabba, day one egg is an issue on day two only while you have Abbas Amikdash. Amalei Abayi. Abai says to Rabba, one second. But Rabba Shmuel Dami Tavayo Beit Asura. But Rabba Shmuel Paskind, that a Beit is Asura, and they're on my rum. So Rabba says, I don't care. Amar Lei, Amin Allah Hanar Bech Mazaka. I'm quoting a Tana. Amarli Rabba Shmuel, you're asking on a Tana from Amiran? What is this? 
So says the Gemara, okay, fine, you're right. Good, good, pro, pro, you know, good response. So now who's the problem on? Who's the onus on to answer up? Rab and Shmuel, right? Who, how, who, they're arguing about the Mezaka. Well, Rab and Shmuel, Kashmashtishan. Rab and Shmuel, we have a problem. How could you say that nowadays an egg laid on day number one cannot be used on day number two? I, what about Rabbi and Zakai? Says the Gemara, like Kasha. Halon v'ha lehu. Okay? Halon v'ha means this is inside Eretz Yisrael, this is outside Eretz Yisrael. Meaning, Rabbi Yechonim Medzakai made a decree to continue relying on the witnesses once the Yisrael was destroyed throughout the first day, only inside Eretz Yisrael. Okay? But outside Eretz Yisrael, they automatically kept two days of Yom Tif. In Eretz Yisrael, they would have just kept one day. That's the Nafkamina. Okay? So, Taka, they're not arguing. Let's explain now. Okay? Let's explain. Rav and Shmuel would say an egg laid on day number one is going to be a prominent day number two. That's going to be outside Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi makes his decree. Once the Yisrael was destroyed, there's no issue of, of the Shira anymore, so that's going to be inside Eretz Yisrael. Yitaka will be allowed to eat an egg laid on, on day number one. You'll be allowed to have it on the next day. Rabbi Yisif Amar. And Rabbi Yisif says, no, even after Rabbi Yisif made his decree to be lenient, a Beitza is still going to be Usher in Eretz Yisrael, the same way it's Usher in Chutzlar. It's my time. Why? So let's listen Closely, we're about to get on to a fascinating conversation. You know why inside Eretz Yisrael, even after Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai's decree, an egg is still forbidden because have a davar shebeminyan, because the establishment of Yerushalayim and Eretz Yisrael keeping two days because of the Shira problem is something that was established by the Sanhedrin. The whole davar shebeminyan. And anything that's established by a Sanhedrin called over Sheba Minyan, Tzorech Minyan Ater Latirai, needs another Minyan to be, to be Matirit. The word Heter, we translate the word Heter as being permitted. The word Heter is to be freed from it. Right? Matir Asurim. It's opened up. Yeah, it's Matir Asurim. Um, Rabbi Echanan. Rabbi Echanan says, How do we know that once Bezda make it, makes a decree, you need another Bezdin of the same counting to remove that decree. Because it says in the Pasuk, Go back to your tents. And the Pasuk also says, When you hear the sound of the shaifer, which we're hearing right now, yeah, you can go up on the mountain. Now, what do these two Pesukim have anything to do with Dover Sheba Minyan, hold on to your seats. All right? Hold on to your seats. The Gemara is about to explain. Here we go. The time going to the The is the first three years of eating uh, of, the, of the growth of a fruit tree. You're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to eat. not allowed to benefit from the fruit. Once you get into the fourth year, it's Kerem Revoy. The Lach of Kerem Revoy is that you're allowed to eat the fruit. However, it must be eaten in Yerushalayim. It has the same halachas as Meisr Shemi. Meister Shemi must be in Yerushalayim. However, there's another choice. What's the other choice? If you live far away, you'll have to transfer the Kedusha onto money. Okay? So, Kerimavai Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim. Allah of Kerimavai is, it needs to be borrowed to Yerushalayim. Now, as long as they were within a, a journey of one day of traveling, you were not allowed to take your... To, you're not allowed to take your fruit and redeem it onto money. If you live within a day's travel of Yishalayim, your Kerem Ravai 
cannot be transferred onto money. You must take your actual fruit to Yerushalayim. Oh, okay. So Simcha's asking, is this true about my Sushin? So we'll see. Now, um, let, let's keep reading. As long as they within a day's journey in any direction. What's considered inside a day's journey where you got it, you're not allowed to transfer it onto money. It was Elas Minatsofen, Akravas Min Hadaroim, Lod Min Hamirov, the Yardain Min Hamizrah. Okay, we had Elas to the south, Akravas to the north, Lod to the west, and the Yardain. The Jordan River was to the east. Why is it that Kerem Revoy is obligated to take straight within these areas, within the day's journey? Why do you got to bring it to Yerushalayim? In order that there should be plenty of fruits inside of Yerushalayim. We wanted to make sure that there was Kerem Revoy that was eaten and it would beautify the streets of Yerushalayim. So this is interesting. Ready for this? But, um, apparently, you didn't have to actually eat it in Yerushalayim. And according to this, Maestro Shani doesn't apply to because what they would do is they would take their Karmavite to Yerushalayim, sell it to the fruit sellers of Yerushalayim. They, they could eat some of it, but they could also give it to the fruit because the fruit sellers would just make sure that that fruit was eaten in Yerushalayim. That's really all you need. We wanted the street market, the shuk of Yerushalayim, that we should have abundant various fruits. Vitania, and we learned in a bride, so Karim Revoy, Hoyle Rebbe Liezer. Rebbe Liezer had a, a Karim Revoy, a vineyard that was in its fourth year, the Mizrach Lud, and it was to the east of Lud, Bitsad Kfar Tevi, and it was near Kfar Tevi. Okay, Rashi, Rashi just, you know, uh, helps us out of here and says, it was within the, the territory where you were obligated to bring the fruit to Yerushalayim. And it was too hard for him to shlep it to Yerushalayim. So you know what he wanted to do? He wanted to be mafkir to Ganim. Let Ganim come and take it and let them bring it to Yerushalayim. It was too hard. There was a Bezdin that said that even Karim Ravai, that's within a day's travel, a day's journey, to Yerushalayim is allowed to be redeemed. Despite the fact that there was an earlier decree, don't worry, there was another Bezdin that removed that decree. My chavarech, who are your friends? The reason why we started to allow the Kerem Revoi to be transferred onto money, the Kedusha Dinimnu, is only because you had a, another Bezdin go ahead, which you have to explain, you have to add in over here, the Nimnu, they were of the same number. Okay, they were equally chashuv and had the same number there. knew, but if they wouldn't have, uh, if they wouldn't have created this halacha through a bezdin, um, it would not be mutter. Now, what's the proof over here? So, Seher there was no longer the shukim of Yerushalayim over here, right? We're dealing with the, the svara didn't apply anymore, despite the fact that the svara didn't apply anymore. Like now, there's a two-day yomtiv. The svara doesn't. What's the svara? You need another Bezdin to go ahead, of Minyan, to go ahead and remove an original decree of a Bezdin. All right. Now, let's go back to Amadav. Let's go back to Amadav. And let's remind ourselves what we said. The Gemara had taught us uh, from Rabbi Yisif, 
Rabbi Yosef says, this is about two-thirds of the way down on Hamad Aleph. The beginning of the line says, Omar Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef says, how do we know that you need a Bezdin to vote and count on a previous Gzera of a Bezdin? Because of the Pasuk of Matan Taira, Shavu Lachem Lechem, and when you hear the sound of the Shaifer, Hema Yalubar. Right? We quoted those two Psukim, and we said at the time, we're going to get back to these Psukim, how do these Psukim show us anything? Okay? So now we're going to get back to Rabbi Yosef's Psukim. My Va'ayna. What is this? What are these Psukim over here? This is what Rabbi Yosef means. Let's see. It says in the Pasuk, you should prepare yourself for three days before Matan Taira. Call Yisrael has to prepare. They should not have relations with a woman. Go. Why does he say, go tell them? Go back to your tents, which means go back to your homes. Okay? So, why did Moshe have to say after Mount go back? You're done. Yeah, go back to your wives. You see from here, called over Shabbat Sarch Yeah, you hear this? In other words, even though the reason why they have to separate from their wives, so everybody should be Tahar by Mount So now the Torah is given. So, what are we told? Go back to your wives. Why do you got to tell me that? Is there any reason not to? No. So why do we say it? Must be, even if the reason is no longer in effect, the, the, the command remains in effect. The command, if Hashem says, separate, I'll teach you, Alisha, that's it. Until HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Maisha to tell us, go back to your tents. You see from here, whenever you have something established, you need another decree to remove it. And if you're going to say that... Um, the Shuvu Lechem Lechem is coming to give the Mitzvah Aina. Maybe it's just here to tell us. We know that every husband's obligated to, in, in Aina, to give his wife time, to give his wife relations, attention, so on and so forth. And maybe that's the decree, and maybe that's why it was said, not said to go back at that moment to one's wives. Maybe it's done. By the way, there's a Mitzvah, Shuvu Lechem Lechem. You gotta go. Tashma, come and listen. There's another Pasuk that's telling us. Once the shaper was sounded, then it was permitted to go back up on the mountain. Let's see. It says that nobody originally was allowed to go up on Harsinai, even the animals. Why do you got to say that, that once it's over, when the horn is sounded? Same thing. You have to wait. Even though originally, why was it usher to go up with the animals and including the animals because of the Kedusha? We'll say now the Kedusha is gone. Yeah, what's the Svara? Let, uh, let Matt Chase go ride his bike up the mountain. Yeah, if you're listening, man. Yeah, uh, go bike riding. Gag is in the hate. What's the problem? Our uh, Sinai's over, right? Uh, no, same thing. There has to be a specific Zach established that I don't care if the mountain tire is done. There's no permissive, nobody's permitted, no animals permitted to go near Asina unless there's a specific decree that it be so. Beautiful. Says Gemara Vachite, Mahani Mila Daraisa. Maybe we'll say this is only true by Daraisa. 
that when something's also daraisa, you need you need a decree to allow us to go back and you know and uh, do whatever we were told not to do, even once the reason is gone. But maybe I would say by you don't need an additional decree to remove the first decree. Once the logic is over, I can do what I want. No, Tashma Karim Ravai. We'll learn out from Karim Ravai, Karim Ravai and the Chiyuv of bringing Karim Ravai within a day's journey was only a rabbinic decree. And they told him that it's now allowed because the Bezin of Rabbi and Zakai removed that decree, and that's the only reason why it is mutter. Period. End of that discussion. Okay? Clear? Yeah? So let's give a quick overview so far. Let's give a quick overview of what we did on the, the halachas that we've done on, uh, on today's daf. We started out, first of all, by explaining why Rosh Hashanah is two days even in Yerushalayim. And specifically, when you had a Beis Hamikdash, there was a bigger problem, right? That was the svara that uh, that we started out with. Then we said the Gemara veered onto the uh, the conversation where the um, once something, once a reason for something is gone. For example, the reason for the Beis Hamikdash singing the wrong shira is gone, so we should not have a two-day yomtiv. Okay, we should not obligate the two day yomtiv once Adam come. So we, we, that's how we got onto this whole topic from Rabbi Yosef, who says we have a proof from Shuvu Lachem Laalechem on Hey Amid Aleph, and he brought another proof from when the shayfer sounds and you go back up on the mountain. Seemingly, when we first read that on that Hey Amid Aleph, what was the shaykes? How does that tell me you need another decree to remove anything? So now we have Mamish Klo. Now we have Mamish Kishmak. You see, because these psukim should not have been written if not for the fact that you need another decree to permit going back to one's wives and going and going up on the mountain. Beautiful. Okay. All right. We're now up to Bechitema. Okay. About 12, 13 lines from the top of Hail Mabiz. Bechitema Beitsanami. And if you're going to say by an egg as well, Imnu Allah Rabbi Yechem Zakai Bishirua Rabbi Yechem Zakai gave up sack and his bezdim gave up sack that an egg laid on day number one is allowed to, of Rosh Hashanah is allowed to be eaten on day number two. Ki Imnu Aedus when they removed the decree that was only about the testimony. But they didn't discuss or literally I mean to count and vote on the halacha of an egg, and therefore, very interesting, Rosh Hashanah, according to Rechem Ezekiah's Bezdim, is just going to be two days as far as how we accept the Eidus. Okay? Um, uh, when we accept the Eidus. We'll even accept an aid further in the day than when the Beis was there. However, about the egg, about the Beitza, they never removed that decree, and therefore it would still be considered, Rosh Hashanah is considered even Eretz Yisrael. A Yuma Arichta, one, one Kedusha, one uh, 48 hour period. Amalei Abaye, Abaye says to Rabbi Yosef, his beloved Rebbe, Otu Beitza Beminya Mihave. Do you mean that there originally was a psak on an egg, like they discussed an egg? Yeah, let's talk about eggs. 
The reason why an egg is a problem is because of when the Edom testify, when Yom Tif is. Nobody ever spoke about the egg in the first place. The discussion was about the testimony. So once there's no testimony, it's our Edus, it's our Beya. Once we remove whatever the testimony caused, it, it, the, the whole issue of the egg is removed as well. Ishtri Edus, Ishtri Beya. Good time, right? It's not like anybody ever made a decree. Eggs, late on day number one, problem on day number No, come on, no. It was, we have a problem, the Edim are showing up too late, so we're gonna make it a Yuma Richtam, we're gonna make it one long day. And that's the end of the conversation. Now we know that once they did that, the egg's the problem. That's Abai's response to his rebbe. Vada Rav Shalman Tavayu mi beit klukas amir vada Rav Shalman of beita of beit klukas said, "Af mi takanos beichem mezaka veilachim from the time of beichem mezaka and onward beitz asura of egg is going to be also on the second day. My time of why? Meheira yibane beis amikdash bez Hashem. We will have the beis amikdash today. Yeah, Mashiach's coming today. Bez Hashem." We're going to have the base on Mikdash. The Imru. The Yimru. And they're going to say, meaning the Paiskim, Listen, when we were in Golos last year on Rosh Hashanah, you weren't allowed to eat an egg late on the first day, on the second day. I'm sorry, we were allowed to. We were allowed to. That's what people, if we would say that it's not a Yuma Richta nowadays, People are going to say, listen, last year, an egg laid on day number one was fine on day number two. So when the Beis is going to be rebuilt, Bez Hashem, this year, yeah. You should be zaychet. They have the Levim singing in the Beis HaMikdash. Hashtanami Nechel. So well, people are going to say, so even now, we should be allowed to eat the egg. And they're not going to realize that before it was Sveikah Diyayma. And now that we have the Beis HaMikdash, it's one Kedusha. Why? Because again, going back to how we started today's dot, when there's a Beis HaMikdash, it's a Yuma Arichta because of the Shira, right? So says Rav Ada and Rav Shalman, a beautiful, a beautiful reason why nowadays, even outside the Beis HaMikdash, you're not allowed to eat an egg late on day number one. You know why? Because a Yid is always confident and always has to be ready for the halachas of the Beis HaMikdash. You always need to be ready for that. Beautiful. Says the Gemari, Yachi, if that's true, Eidos nami le'nekabo, even after the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, we shouldn't be makabal Eidos. Why, why do Rebbechem Mazakai say, oh, once is no longer a Shira problem, let's be makabal and aid all the way until the end of the day. My time on Meheri, but on Beis HaMikdash, we should say, listen, why are you changing from the halachas of the Beis HaMikdash? Now we're going to have the base of Mikdash, the Yimru. It's not going to be like an Isaac, Hedish, Koyam, Kula, Hashna, I to make the same mistake. Says the Gemara, Achi, Ashta, no. Hosom, Edus, Mesura, Lebezdin. When you have Edus that's given over to Bezdin, so Bezdin's careful. They know. They know that there's an Afkamina when they have the Allahs with the base of Mikdash and Allahs with no base of Mikdash. Beitzer, Lako, Mesura, but an egg laid on day number one. That's a regular Stam Yankel. Yankel's on his farm. His, egg, his chicken lays an egg. So you're going to tell him that, that you're allowed to eat your egg on day number two of, Yom, of Rosh Hashanah because uh, it's a sekadiyah, it's a, sep- a whole separate kedusha. Well, guess what? Yankul the farmer is going to, going to have the Beis HaMikdash this year, Bez Hashem, and he's going to think that his egg on his farm is allowed to be eaten. So we're concerned about the regular, uh, the regular Yidin, and we're not concerned about decrees and things that are established within the Beis HaMikdash, i.e. Bezdin, being the Kabbal testimony, period. Okay, 
We're going to hold it here for today, and Bez Hashem, we will pick up from uh, we will pick up from Rava Omar. You know what? Let's do two more lines. Let's do two more lines because uh, there's a Vama Rava two lines from the bottom of the Amud, and that's that's uh, a new Zach. Let's just wrap this up. Rava Omar Rava says, even from Rabbi Yechonim decree that uh, and and onward Beitzasura an egg is going to be usher throughout throughout the millennia even to bring Gullus. That if Edom come after Mincha, that we consider both days to be Kaidesh, of course he considers both days to be Kaidesh. So either way, even when it comes to a decree, says Gemara, beautiful Svar, even when you have his decree, it's still going to be the next day Kaddish, and since the next day is going to be Kaddish, as, a, as keeping the same Kedusha of day number one, Mimela and Neg laid on day number one of Rosh Hashanah is still going to be Usher on day number two of Rosh Hashanah because of Yuma Rifta. So we're going to hold it here for today, but let's notice, according to what we're saying, remember that whole Maman of Shach of when your package arrives on day number one, using it on day number two? That would not apply to Rosh Hashanah. It only applies when you have a Sveik at the end. If the Maman of Shach. If today is Yom Tehidah, is Nayam. If today is not Yom Tehidah, was it? Rosh Hashanah, which is a Yuma Rifta, right, which is one long Kedusha, is no longer a Maman of Shach. Because today's Yantif and yesterday was Yantif. That's how Rosh Hashanah was established. Therefore, therefore, your any anything that arrives or anything that's that that, uh, that there's no Mamanushah. Because the whole thing is one extended kedusha, and there would be no leniency in that way. Gavaldik, we'll hold it here for today. Best Jem. We will pick up. Um, we will pick up tomorrow. Same time. Arab Yantif. Yeah? Well, if you want the same time, you should do 9.30 a.m. Does that work for everybody? Let's aim for 9.30. All right, Gavaldik. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.